Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. 7 a.m. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordan Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And this week we are doing the 1992 truly underrated gem. Love Potion number nine, directed yeah. and written by Dale Lawner. This was actually a complete delight for me. Like, I really had fun. I had never heard of this movie. I found it just like looking through HBO Go, and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is a rom com. Cool. And then I turned it on, and it was an amazing wonderful transcendent experience i just really fucking liked it. yeah it was like super it was just like cute but it was also like a lot of the writing was genuinely funny yeah um and the characters were genuinely funny and i mean it has it stars sandra bullock and tate donovan and they're both great so yeah. that sets us up for success right off the bat yeah and um um you know dale Lawner is mostly known as the screenwriter he wrote and directed this but he's written the screenplays for ruthless people blind date which we might do on the show sometime dirty rotten scoundrels and my cousin Vinny. Oh, yeah, which you watched recently, right? Yeah, I did watch recently. Um, I don't know how I feel about it as a film, but uh, everything that Marissa Tomei wears is oh, beautiful she, yeah. and fantastic. She's, she's fantastic in that movie. I haven't seen My Cousin Vinny for years, but I remember really loving it, but I also remember specifically just loving her one-liners and her essence. She was and so her, funny. And <laughs> how much general. and listening to her talk about cars was very sexy to me. Yeah, you were really like, is this it. my kink? May maybe. <laughs> Beautiful Let's women talking just keep about this cars. In mind. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> Marissa Tobey saying transmission just over and over. You're and like, over ooh, again. say it again, Marissa. <laughs> you go, girl. Uh <laughs> So the love potion number nine, we have the star that wasn't Tate Donovan. I see his middle name is Buckley, which makes me think that he's rich. Tate Buckley Donovan. I know. That is such a private school white boy name. Like that is like, like he definitely had a sweater draped over his shoulders the first day of school. Yes. Yes. Tate Donovan, most known for dating Jennifer Aniston. Dating Sandra Bullock. Actually, I think they were dating during this during the filming of this movie. And also being the voice for Hercules. So honestly, are, like not are, a bad legacy. <laughs> like if I if I was known for dating Jennifer Aniston or being the voice of Hercules, I'd be like, I've done well. I just love that he dated Sandra Bullock, then immediately <laughs> dated Jennifer Aniston a year later and just could not lock it down in either regard. Like, come on, Tate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> wasn't it like with Sandra Bullock, like. They were so they were dating during this movie. They were dating during this movie, and then yes. and she wasn't big yet. And then no. they broke up, and she immediately took off. And she, he just never really did. He never really did. Like his most like to the zeitgeist, he's most known for being one of the dads on the OC, which is one of the few white shows that I don't have all of my information on. I am trying to work through it. You know I will what? get will back to you. We will all try to forgive you, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I think we will find it in our hearts. Yeah, you know, I'm so yeah. sorry that it's not currently in the, the Jordan's White Classics the canon. Yeah, the, the, the library <laughs> of, of white nonsense. <laughs> um, and, of course, Sandra Bullock is Sandra Bullock. <laughs> I mean, 
she's always been. She's fantastic. She's they're both like uh I just I just love it. Okay, so they they're both uh scientists. He's a biochemist. I don't know her official title, but she works directly with animals. Yeah, she's like seems like a behavioral scientist. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um yeah, I I like she's doing uh psychological tests uh on um on these monkeys. Um and so they work in the same building and the the plot starts out with Tate out with some of his boys. <laughs> uh I don't know what I think I'm laughing while I say that because he's so not broy in this but he, movie. But he does he does have bros. But he does have boys. Yeah, he's got his He bro. does have boys. Oh, yeah. I also wanted to point out real quick that this is Sandra Bullock's first screen like starring role. Like she was in she was in one movie where she had like a small role before it and then she did two direct to video movies and this is like big screen. I didn't know this is Sandra Bullock. That. She has arrived. Yeah. That's amazing. And Tay Donovan had been in movies before her. Like he was he was an actor in the eighties, so he actually had actually had like a few films under his belt before doing this. Well, she crushed it. She truly she truly truly crushed it like it's a but it's so interesting too because like in later films when she has when Sandra Bullock has an ugly duckling kind of like transformation it's still just like Sandra Bullock where this one I feel like they really actually made her look like I thought that too someone because else. like like because I kept, like, kept on being like, like is that her like with Miss Congeniality and stuff uh there's a few other movies, I think, too, that fall under that umbrella. But yeah. I specifically think of Miss Congeniality as the obvious choice. She's still, like, hot, you know? Yeah. Like, she's just, like, not, like, full face of makeup, you know? But in this one, I didn't even recognize her at first. Yeah, so. because they have, it's the teeth. The teeth yeah, they really teeth. throw you off. Yeah, yeah. Those, those fake teeth really made her look like a, it's a like completely different the person. The oversized glasses, the fake teeth, and like they had legit frizzed hair. Oh, like, yeah, that eyebrow hair stuff going fried. on. Yeah, like they, they actually really went in with that and it worked. Uh, yeah, so like, so the the beginning of the movie, like Tate is with his boys, and one of them is like, "Hey, I saw you eating lunch with a woman. Like, what's up?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's my coworker." And the coworker is Sandra Bullock, and the and the boys like, "Oh, like, so what's up?" And he's like, "Oh, nothing. Yeah, nothing's up." And they're all like, "Okay, whatever." So then they dare him to go talk to this beautiful woman at the bar. And he doesn't want to because he's... Oh, my God. This woman is a nightmare. She's a total. She's a total nightmare. And also, it's funny because, like, this movie made me like him so much because he's very reasonable when I ask him to go talk to her. He's like, well, maybe she doesn't want to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, maybe she wants to be alone. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I support but, you. But he rolls up on her and, like, she... I just... <laughs> she, the way that she treats him is so wild. She's just like, "Why would I be interested in you?" And then she just like keeps on going in on him, and he's just like really trying to get away. He's just like, "You know what? This is you're right. You know, I gotta go." Yeah, he's like, "That's fine. That's okay. I get it." Like, and then we're she not just like compatible. makes she like makes him stay, and she's just like, "I'm only doing this for your benefit," and I'm just like. 
girl, what? Yeah, it's like she really just goes in on him about like how like his job isn't sexy and how he's not sexy and that how he has nothing to offer. And then and then she does the rudest thing where she's just like, "Okay, I will go home with you and you know be you be whatever you want if you can like name who designed this top." And I'm just like. What man that you're interested in would actually I'm know like, who designed to the top? Yeah, like this does not seem like a woman who's into uh, men who are sexually or gender fluid. Or right. like she seems like very into like straight cis gender roles. And yet she also expects and she's at a bar full of bros. <laughs> and yet she's like, you know, the designer. And I'm like, uh <laughs> It's also what just married like a, fashion house like owner are you looking to fuck? Like, like a, what is going on? It's like a pretty average top. Like it's like you can get a top cut like that from so many places. Maybe it wasn't so much at the time. Um, but like that kind of thing that she was wearing was just like everyone was wearing that in the eighties. I'm pretty sure like Vanessa Ward on the Cosby show. Like it's not like a really no, fancy top. It was very much one of those things where it was like because she was the only one wearing like a bright color in the bar and she's like very beautiful in a specific way that it was like, oh, fashion. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. So, so that's- he's <laughs> So he's like dejected, but also like he didn't really want to talk to her in the first place. So he's just kind of like, okay. Um and he goes to a psychic, which Okay. I think he goes to the psychic first, but yeah. Go yeah, ahead. the yeah. psychic. So yeah, the psychic is like at the beginning. Played by Anne Bancroft. And by like the way. really next level. Uh, Legendary actress Anne Bancroft playing a Romani fortune teller. <laughs> yeah. And she gives him a potion, the love potion number nine, and says that if he takes it, uh, everybody of his gender. Well, it's number eight. The love potion that they take is number eight. Number nine comes at the end. It's the second potion. Oh, yeah, wow. that, that's that's like a funny joke where it's like the movie's called Love Potion Number Nine, and it starts. Oh my gosh, he, I missed that whole joke. Thank you. And they have the crystal ball and everything. And then when he meets um, Anne Bancroft, she's just like, "Oh, here you go, number eight. And I'm just like, "LOL, what? That's <laughs> not what this movie is called." That's so funny. Later, there's another potion, and that potion is number nine. Okay, thank you, because yeah. I was like. Wow, <laughs> I miss that. But yeah, it's just like, you know, you take some of this, you dilute it with water, and women will think whatever you say is fascinating. And he's just like, LOL, whatever. I'm a biochemist. This is bullshit. Yeah, he's like, nobody's <laughs> going to ever be into me. I'm smart and awkward. And it's like, you're cute. You're fine. Also, women are also smart and awkward. Like, <laughs> He's also you know. just like sitting around. Like Later, he's like reading Being in Nothingness. And I'm just like, for real, dude. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and so, like, that's, so, like, like, that's, like, the teaser, the beginning of the movie, but, like, and then there's a scene where he hits on this woman, but we, like, find out very clearly that he has not used the potion when he talks to this woman, because she's not into him. Yeah. Um, and then he, um, 
Isn't it later that night when it spills and the, the cat thing happens? Yes, the cat gets some of it and suddenly all the cats come to the yard for this cat. And it's really... It's, <laughs> it's like really funny. <laughs> like literally like the potion, apparently he like put it in his cupboard and it spills out onto the ground. And then his cat licks it up. And then like cats like jump through the windows and... His whole apartment is just a pool full of really horny cats. It's and he, great. like, doesn't know what's going on. And then I think he figures it out when he sees that there's a spill. And so, like, that's an interesting thing. So he, so he's like, okay, well, this potion is really interesting. I need to bring it into the lab and stuff. And then he tells Sandra Bullock about it. And they decide that they're going to test it and see how it works. And their whole pitch is like, we're both prudent and responsible people. This is, this is science. And we can, we can do yeah. it. Because they're basically like, oh, we can't trust anyone else to be the test subjects. Because nobody's going to be as responsible as we are. And I'm just like, yeah. okay, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, and Sandra Bullock's whole deal is that she... You know, she has trouble with men either, like, ignore her or treat her badly. And she, like, keeps on getting a ticket from this from this cop. And later that comes back. And she also has this um, fuck buddy named Gary, who's somebody... <laughs> Gary. I don't remember who in... Someone tweeted that he was the precursor to, like, John Hamm's character in Bridesmaids. And he totally is. He's just, like, this, like, dude that like believes that he is out of a woman's league and just like casually fucks her and then disappears. And she has this, this Gary guy and she, and Gary loves the fact that no one's ever like that. She's always like down for fucking. Yeah. Basically just and then likes, she's like, she's basically like excited. And he, he just like is very like, yeah, I'll always have her, but I'll never want her like that kind of thing. So, so they both, um. Yeah, they both like they make they this weird <laughs> pack where they're like, okay, so we're not gonna take it around each other. Like, we're not gonna like talk to each other or anything, and like, yeah, like basically, like we don't bring it into the workplace because we don't want to get confused there. Mm-hmm. And the potion only lasts a certain amount of time, it's like four hours. Yeah, so it's not like you take it and then it's forever. Uh, and so yeah, so they both like. I feel like there's a little bit before they even try it and then eventually they both decide to try it. And yeah. And they do very different things with it. Like Sandra Bullock immediately like meets the most like romantic cliche men ever. Like first it's like this, like Italian, like this, yeah. like, this like foreign, he like, feels Italian. He feels Italian kind of like diplomat guy. And he like hears her voice and it's just like this is the most he's, beautiful he's voice like, has ever. Anyone told, and he like follows her onto her train, but somehow it doesn't feel creepy because he's like, I just need you to know. <laughs> I just need you to know how beautiful you are. Yeah, he tells me that she's beautiful, like in the street when she's walking, and you can tell how happy she she's just like, yeah. Oh my god, he's saying I just love that she just like loves the attention, but she's also like not like with him and um the other guy who is <laughs> who's like, <laughs> the, Dylan Baker is in this movie playing a playboy prince of England and I loved it like Dylan Baker literally has to be playing a British person to be able to play a role like this because there's no way that like American Dylan Baker could play like a playboy oh it's yeah so interesting. No. like it's no. just like this idea of like 
like what British attractiveness is, which <laughs> is different. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> but like she just basically like hangs out with these like really really high profile dudes, and the 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 Italian one is really kind of annoying. But she's just like, and I think she knows that he's annoying, but she's just like, whatever. He's complimenting me. Yeah, I'll I, exactly. She's like, I haven't had this. Like no. lavish me with gifts and, and compliments. And I just love it. I just love her like little the little smile on her face. Like she's just like, she's yes, so happy. I'm she's doing living it. her best I life. Got it. Like yeah. she just wants. She just wants like a little recognition. And so and I, I was just so nice happy about is, that. Like, she's not like, okay, even though she's been dealing with this fuckboy Gary and she's had no luck with men, her character is not looking for that. Like her character is very much like happy with her job. Like she would like that. But it's not one of those movies where it's like this career woman you know, feels empty inside without a man. No, she seems like a really interesting, it's, fascinating yeah, person. It's like yeah. she's really interested in her job and she fucks a shitty dude and obviously wants to or could do better. But like that's not like burning a hole into her entire life. And I like that because it feels more real. I, I love this character that she's playing. Like what a cool yeah. bitch. Like I wanted like, she to hang feels out like, with her. Like of course everybody has their insecurities but she's not like oh I'm not a boss. She's just like, oh no! I've just always like I'm a scientist. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> like what? What do you want from me? <laughs> I honestly I can't get over how much I love her. Like she's just she's so, so cute. she's so cute. She's so she's so funny. She's so perceptive. Like it's one. This is one of those movies where it's like, of course Sandra Bullock became a star. Yeah. Like, even though like this was poorly reviewed, like she clearly left an impact. Yes, exactly. Like she really put herself into this role and like. And it, I, I think the writing on this movie was actually oh, really yeah, good. Oh, yeah, the writing is fantastic. Yeah, so, yeah, so she's, she's like, living it up. She's getting, like, the treatment. And, and the first thing that Tate Donovan does is he goes back to that bar oh my with the God. fashion lady. <laughs> and he takes the potion and talks to her and of course it's like you know it's very movie plot but like she's at the bar at the same time and you know all of that uh and he and and he like i don't even remember his first thing he says and it doesn't matter because it's the potion and she's immediately into him and she's just like all over him and he's like i'll be with you tonight if you could answer one question so he basically does the same thing she did with the shirt, except he asks her a, a scientific question that she can't answer. <laughs> and then he walks outside. She obviously can't answer it. And she's bummed <laughs> out. And she's like, no, wait, wait. And she's like trying to follow him. And then he goes outside and he like does a victory dance. <laughs> <laughs> so his first use of the potion is all about revenge like nerd revenge like he has this look on it's it, a this very like revenge of the nerds but it's not rapey so i'm like fine with he it he has this giant grin on his face like she's in, like just like guess what bitch guess what like it's so like you can tell he like basically goes mad with power for a second because then like immediately after that he goes to a sorority house and we don't see what he does, but he does get arrested. Yeah. Which <laughs> like, is a little scary, but like... Like, it's like, what did he do in there? It's very unclear. I mean, I'm glad that we don't know, but yeah, it's also exactly. just like, what did but he I'm do like, in there? But it's like like such a contrast to like Sandra Bullock's like very wholesome experience. <laughs> um, And uh, yeah, and so like, 
Oh, while Sandra, okay, so Sandra Bullock meets the Italian guy, and then she meets the Prince of England. Oh, yeah. Of course, during this process, she gets like some, you know, nice new clothes. She, she gets, gets her, like, teeth her fixed. hair done. She gets yeah. her teeth fixed. So, like, that's where she gets her Sandra Bullock makeover. Um, and she looks fantastic, of course. So, when she, she comes into work, like, I don't know. The, I don't want to say the next day. I don't know how many days it's been. Uh, and she still has the potion in her system. Mm. And and uh, Tate Donovan doesn't recognize her. And he's just like, oh, my gosh, you look great. Like, I used the potion the last few nights, and it was amazing. And he's, like, talking. And she's trying to not talk to keep their pact. So there's, like, a very funny scene then um, where, like, they're communicating, but she can't talk. Oh, my God. It's she'll like, make him fall in love with her. The acting that she does with her eyes, just, like, smiling and writing notes and just, like, oh, my God. Just, like, she's so full of charm, man. She really like, is. She is. She's so good. She's so good. And it's just, like, a very, like, a teaser. It's, like, this is the Sandra Bullock that we are going to go on to love. Yes. For, like, like She's going to be fantastic forever. And so... Oh, she, we should also like the, uh, the sex worker character was. Oh yeah, pretty amazing. Marissa, Marissa yes. was Marissa is wild. Talk about Marissa. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So I think that Marissa came on the scene uh, before they actually took the potion because I think that yeah she he goes on a date with her. He he goes on a date with Marissa. Tate yeah. Donovan does. Yeah. Well, well I mean friend, a date. Yeah. His friend, uh, his f- friend called him after he got rejected by that woman and then was like, I have a gift for you. And then Marissa was at the door and then she came in and then Tate was like, hey. And then they just like drank and talked. Yeah. Yeah. So that happens at the beginning of the movie. She's so adorable She's and like funny. She's really funny. And like, it's very, <laughs> like, I actually feel like this movie I don't know. I feel like this movie didn't make her like she actually was a person like. Yeah, she was a human being. And like her her motives, like what she's doing, I totally understand because she basically gets later on in the movie. She gets some of the potion and starts to use it to, you know, get those bills paid, girl. Yeah, she like (laughs) she like the first like time we meet her, like she's just like. She's very like down. She's like, okay. And then he's like, oh, do you want a drink? And she's like, oh, sure. Okay. I, lo- I love that she admires his stereo and does not steal it. Like, she's yes. just like, that's a great stereo. And then when she leaves, like, her friend picks her up and she's just like, yeah, like, we just talked. But also, his stereo is worth thousands. Like, that is nice. So that's like planted. But, you know, I didn't assume that I would see her again. But yeah. she ends up coming back on the scene later on. Uh, how does do you remember how she like she 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 shows up at the place again she shows up at um Tate Donovan's place and she looks in the medicine cabinet for something and then oh, she yes, ends up she just, goes to the bathroom she finds the potion and she drinks some she like sprays it on her wrist and yes. then licks it <laughs> yes and then he like of course is intoxicated by her and he doesn't have it in his system so like uh, she has power over him, so then he just gives her a bunch of gifts. Oh yeah, <laughs> she, she just like spends a lot. He gives her the stereo, <laughs> <laughs> just like rolling, just like rolling around and getting stuff. Like, 
it's like pretty amazing like she and she honestly like she still left his house intact like you know she took the stereo she took a few pieces right exactly i'm not gonna be sitting here just being like oh his stuff like i don't care yeah no it was and and then he woke like he woke up from the potion he's like oh no okay i know what happened um um so like later on uh so meanwhile while all these shenanigans are happening there's a lot of shenanigans in this movie this movie yes this movie is you know (laughs) not lacking in shenanigans um (laughs) uh, there is a part where sandra bullock is with uh dylan baker aka the prince of england and she which like Still obsessed with the fact that that happens in this movie. Uh, is <laughs> and so Gary shows up like ready to fuck and like security's out there and he's just like, no, you cannot be permitted inside. And he's just like, excuse, he's like, what are you talking me? about? I'm here to see Diane. My which is dick like, is royalty. Yeah, here. and he's like, what? <laughs> and security's like, she does not want to see you. <laughs> it's so good. Um, um, and which is like. And so a, a lot of that happens. And then we move on to a scene where Sandra Bullock tells Tate Donovan that the Prince of England has proposed marriage. And they have just like this conversation just like out in like a nice like grassy place. And it's a little romantic. And she's just like, and she clearly doesn't want to marry the prince. And she's just like, oh, my God. Like, he proposed. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, she's just like, <laughs> she's not ready. I love how she just like, um, like, you can, you know, for a fact that she is just not like, that she's just playing around and that she's not going to like ruin a man's life. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's just like, oh, I just wanted to have fun. Like, but like, because it's with the potion. You know, they're like, like Prince of England is like ready. He's like ready to wife, wife and then, her up. And then Tate Donovan like has this change of heart where he's just like, wait, but well, she says that she hasn't been on a date in like a really long time. And he's just like, we had a date. We had lunch. And she was just like, that's she's like, that a was date. a date. OK, their conversation about whether it was a date <laughs> was so relatable. Oh, my God. Yeah, I feel like I've been on both sides of that, uh, but mostly on hers where she's just like, are you serious? Like, and like he was, did you really like think we that had was lunch date? at work? And he was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we ate lunch together. And she's like, like I a thought date. a date was like when you went to someone's house and you planned it and you picked them up and you went and ate food like for dinner and he was like oh <laughs> it was like ah this is very relatable yeah and so basically you know i, I mean in true like like kind of sort of fuck boy like a lovable fuck boy fa- fashion he's just like no i like you and then they you know they start like hanging out and dating and fucking and there's like this whole like montage of them like just like having a great time and it's like one of the few montages where i was just like i actually like this yeah no totally it was like it was like a very classic rom-com kind of montage of like okay they had sex oh they're having breakfast and they're like outside somewhere like in a park or whatever but like it felt real because you're like yeah they know each other they've worked together they obviously respect each other intellectually which is a big thing um they get along and now they're connecting like that makes total sense 
And and so he like Oh my god. Channing Tatum is suddenly talking on my phone. Oh <laughs> I wow. don't know how that happened. Are you guys uh DMing? Is that what's up? <laughs> give us like, give us the tea, that, was Chan- that was Channing Tatum. I don't know. I was just like searching for something and suddenly I accidentally put my thumb on a video. But anyway, continue. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, but honestly, if he was talking to you, I would say that is that would be really yeah. That would be a good juicy tangent <laughs> for the podcast. Um so like after the the montage is over, we see Tate Donovan going to buy flowers for her because like obviously he's head over heels and he's just like so excited about his new relationship, right? Um, you know, which has not yet been labeled, but all of the he's, ingredients he's are there. He's already ready to propose. Oh yeah, no, he's like a bit like rushing it, but he's you know. doing. He does so much. He like does he goes so like much. up to eleven. Past this montage, all of his behavior is one hundred percent cuckoo bananas. Oh yeah, no, he does. He's <laughs> fully unhinged. I just happen to enjoy it in this movie. <laughs> like I'm not condoning all of the behavior, but like I'm like I go with it. Uh, so he like gets flowers and he goes over to her apartment to give them to her. And she opens the door and she's kind of like, hey. And he's like, hi. And then she like kind of lets him in. But it's like when you're half letting someone in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he's like, <coughs> sorry, everybody. Um, He's like, these are for you. Oh, wait, no, I don't even think he gave them to her yet. They're in his hand. And she, he's just kind of like, hey. And she's like, hey. And it's like awkward. And she's like, so we should talk. Because he's like, I was thinking we could, like, go out for lunch or something. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, so we should talk. Because, like, I've, like, a lot has been going on. And I feel like I finally, like, found someone. And it's so exciting. And, like, all this stuff. And, of course, he thinks that she's talking about him. Mm -hmm. And so he's, like, really excited. And she's like, yeah. And it's just, like, I've been waiting so long. And, like, finally this person is, like, here. And, and he's just like, I feel the same way. And she's like, and then Gary walks out. And she's like, this is Gary. We're so excited to be together. And, and like, yeah. oh, poor Tate. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So we get to the most unhinged part of this movie, whereas Sandra Bullock is with Gary and... Tate Donovan wants to marry her and he just basically just starts scheming and all of this shit to to get Sandra Bullock back. And secretly, Gary is using the potion to like control Sandra Bullock. Like he gets a hold of the potion somehow and then he takes the whole bottle and he figures out a way to dilute it so that it can work for a long time. And this is around the time that I started wondering about consent because he just, Gary just has this potion. And so Sandra Bullock is in a trance essentially while she's with Gary and Gary will say things like, you know, Oh, she'll be like, Oh yeah. Gary doesn't want me to talk to you anymore. Tate Donovan. And it's just like this weird, it's kind of like terrifying <laughs> the way that no, Gary is definitely, definitely feels like a breach of consent there. Like, um, cause it's obvious that like Gary, Gary doesn't love her. He doesn't like he, like without the potion, he was not into her. But once there's somebody else there, he realizes that he wants to possess her. 
And this is also the dad from Pet Cemetery, so it added an extra level of menacing yeah. for me. The original Pet Cemetery, not the bad remake. Yeah, there's there's the sense. <laughs> yeah, he has like like there's definitely an insidious sense of control there. Like he yeah. wants control over her. He hates the idea of her being happy with someone else. And you know. I think like all of the characters that use it in the movie, he wants to have that feeling of being irresistible. So naturally, like when Tate witnesses this, he's like fully thrown. Um, And he doesn't at first know that Gary has the potion because like, how would he? Right. Right. But he's just like really shocked at how quickly Sandra Bullock moved on and hurt and discouraged um, and so, like, Tate Donovan starts getting desperate, so he goes back to Anne Bancroft, and he's just, like, he's been using the potion on her, and they're getting married, and he has enough potion to, like, keep her for a long time, and I need to break the spell so that I can get her back, and he, like, recruits all of his friends, and they don't believe him at first, but then M- Marissa comes by and scams them, and, like, four hours later, yes. they're like, oh, shit! No, that was is- amazing, because they're all, like, he, like, tells them all the whole thing, and they're all just like, yeah, dude, we you love sound, you, but you, sound, you crazy. sound crazy, and they're like, even if you're true, even if you're right, you're still... Like, like I feel like they called out his boundaries. They're like, yeah, even if you're right, you're still trying to force a woman to be with you. Like, that's right. her life. Well, like, like, it's not I- your thing to... It's not your decision to make. It's not your wedding to break up. Uh, because they were engaged, right? Yeah, they were engaged. And so, like, the thing is, is that he goes back to uh, Anne Bancroft and he gets... Um, the potion number nine because he's like is there anything strong enough to get her out of this and she's just like number nine and then there's like all of these like convoluted rules I'm trying to think you put the potion in a cup they you both you and the woman that you love both have to sit from the cup and then kiss and if you kiss and uh something and like a few minutes later like everything's good it means that you both like mutually love each other and are going to be together for the rest of your lives but she said that if you if they take the most you take the potion and it turns out that she doesn't love you she'll she, hate you forever she'll hate you forever and there's also a thing where so it's, it's like a love potion but it's also mostly like a truth potion kind of yeah and there's something about like if if you share it and it tastes like it ends up tasting like goat sweat or something like that, then that then that also means that there's no love. Like there are so many rules. Yeah, I I had a really <laughs> hard time keeping up with the rules, to be honest. Um, yeah, because like it's I kept so weird, up with the, the plot, whole, but not because the, the whole rules. Third because, like, like the whole on third the act is like these rules for this this final potion, you know. But <coughs> um. And, like, yeah, and, like, after Marissa scams um, Tate's friends, then they're, like, and they, like, you know, come to after being inoculated by her potion. Yeah, and then it's a whole, like, we got to crash the wedding. We got to get her, like, there's, so there's, like, a lot of, like, hijinks where he's, like, 
like trying to like beat up Gary and also trying to kiss Sandra Bullock. Like there's a scene where like his lips almost touch hers and then like Gary puts his hand over her mouth. And it's just like And that's also like, a weird <laughs> consent thing in that scene because like like it's literally at the wedding that Gary crashes and and he's trying to kiss her, but it's not like on the stage. It's like preparing right before yeah. the, uh, ceremony. But it's, like, weird because Sandra Bullock is still under Gary's spell. So, like, she's under Gary's spell, and that's not really consensual. But then also, meanwhile, Tate is trying to get her to kiss him, and she's, like, confused. Yeah. And so that's, there's, like, that's... There, I yeah. really love this movie, but that, like, if you break that down, it's definitely a bit creepy. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then, oh, my God, the best, like, like weird portion of this movie is that, like, basically, Marissa runs out of the potion. She needs more of it. So she goes and she gets it from Gary's trunk. And, you know, it's supposed to be diluted with water, but she doesn't have time with that. So she just, like, opens it up and, like, tips it over in the potion. Is it, like, a, a full liquid? Like, it's supposed to. <laughs> and so she just, like, gets, like, an entire clump of it in her mouth. And it's so powerful that every man, because it only works on the opposite sex, every man fucking loses their shit and starts like stampeding through the streets trying to get to follow her. her yeah there's this whole scene uh. where all these men are following her and honestly that would be like a horror movie to me like that is like a nightmare but like i feel like the movie redeems it because there's a point where she's like she turns around and she's like no and they're all like and they stop and then she realizes that like even though there's all these men like she has power over them and she starts playing simon says with them <laughs> That is one of my favorite moments. She like makes them all touch their nose. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's oh my god. There's it's so much very silly. And like Tate can't because he's like been arrested, so he's handcuffed, and also he keeps on like putting his hand over his ears and making a bunch of making a bunch of noise and stuff. And he and so he's just one of the few men just like not involved because he has handcuffs. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> yeah, and he knows that hearing her is the trigger for being, you know, seduced by her or by the potion so he's like no i can't i can't get into marissa's snare i'm trying to trick uh <laughs> i'm trying to get sandra bullock to realize that she loves me actually yeah and so he spends like well it's like well all of the men in the world are distracted he you know is able to get Sandra Bullock somehow like honestly it is off the skin of his pants like the like that he is able to pull this off like yeah it's, it's and wild. of course like she does love him back yeah like and that that again that's why I like even if I loved the first two acts of the movie if I didn't think that they actually were into each other and I didn't think that their characters made sense that I would then the third act as silly and fun as it is in some ways would take me out. But because I'm so on board, I'm just like, okay, yeah, you go guy, you go, you crazy date. Like, Honestly, I'm, like, I'm like on board for it. I feel like this is almost like a good romance episode. Cause basically it's like this movie of course, like has a lot of like problematic things about it. Like, like the potion really takes away the optics of consent. I think that Sandra Bullock is way more, careful with the potion than, oh, yeah. than anyone else is. No, definitely. Yeah. The optics of Which, consent are questionable. <laughs> Obviously the it's like 
very it assumes uh that everyone's straight and cis and like it's very like the whole like everyone of the opposite gender will be attracted mm-hmm. everyone of the same gender will hate you like you know there's some pretty outdated uh writing in that sense oh, yeah, yeah but the relationships and like the characters and their lines are really funny everybody felt like a person like none yeah, of these every, white people even felt like, like the a side cut characters yeah. just like had like funny lines it seemed like, like everyone had like, an interior life yeah like so i don't know i mean honestly watch this movie it's on uh, hbo yeah, we really like watch it like i like it's really I picked, fun i picked this movie because it's very low rated and because um a lot of the DVD art is kind of shitty or the box art, which I guess because it didn't make a lot of money. It didn't do well at the box office. It wasn't well reviewed. And I honestly just think in 1992, um, the year of my birth, everybody, if I had just been born like a few years earlier, I could have <laughs> shifted everyone's taste because everyone was wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I agree. I don't know what was going on in 1992. I will say, I was alive and I didn't do my job. You know, I was too, (laughs) but like, I could have, I could have screamed. I could have screamed about it. This is honestly the best kind of bad romance because it's like, everything is stupid, but we're still having a great time. It's stupid, but it's fun. And that's what a bad romance should be. It should be fun. It should be like fun characters. It should take you out of the stress of life. Whereas some of the bad ones that are really bad are like stressful and traumatizing. And it's also like well directed. It looks nice. It I like really nice. I like the soundtrack, the performances. Like I love how I love how low key it is for such a wacky premise. Like this was before like everything went super like McGee gl- glossy and yeah, like broad. And, like, CGI and, this like, was like a nice like this it's was like, like absurdist yeah like, that's what it is and i love that and i and I, honestly for me it also just has some of the aesthetics of the 90s that i love like the early 90s like yeah. rom-com like yes it's, it's very 90s rom-com in a good way to me it's so like you the moment that you turn it on you're so calm it's so calming to yes. watch yes it's like i i watched it and like i watched it before bed and it was great because a lot of times i'm not very nice to myself and i watch scary stressful things before bed and then i have nightmares so this was like quite the opposite Uh, yeah i man it's just it's so good you know what sometimes we just need to say nice things yeah sandra bullock (laughs) is so good i I know sweet baby i love her so much in this she's so fantastic and it's like it's almost just like i wish that the 90s for her like aesthetically was a little bit longer because when we move into the 2000s in the late 90s we get into this aesthetic that has really spilled over into now like it feels like even with the new netflix rom-coms it feels like as much as they're trying to like get at the nostalgia of like 90s rom-coms everything feels so 2000s looking yes it does it does everything feels very 2004 yeah, and I just and, wish and some 2004 I like, you know, like yeah, but yeah, it, it definitely feels like that. This is like a nice, like it's you know, soft, like you can imagine just neutrals. like just some wine, some candles, your good friends, just yes, enjoying. You have like a tape on your table, oh, your coffee yeah. table that you just like made for your friend. Uh, yeah. There's a zine. 
It's, you know? Oh, it's man. Very nice. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's, oh, it feels, this this movie is like a warm blanket. And I think I, and we I needed need this. I think, I think we did. And I hope that you do too, listener, beautiful listeners. Yeah, we don't, we don't have an alternate suggestion. This is the suggestion. Watch yeah. this. Hey, you know, when... <laughs> Like when we do suggest, you can trust. <laughs> you can trust. Um, yeah, man, what a what a gem! Also, this has really been done so dirty. I want a renaissance of this. <laughs> 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 yeah, it has. No, that actually, I got really upset when I realized how low it was rated. Um, but I did talk to someone this week who was immediately like, "Oh my gosh, I love that movie!" So I'm hoping that there's like there's some you know some loyal fans that all realize as we talk about this episode oh yeah like where's the love potion number nine hive actually i mean i feel like should we start the hive i think we should and i feel like also when i tweeted about this people were really excited it's because because it's good yeah (laughs) exactly i mean people got really excited about penelope oh my gosh that was like a viral tweet i was shocked i was well honestly everybody that i mentioned to like in real life as well was also like oh i really love that one or even if they didn't remember it they were like i think i really like that one i don't remember it but i'm pretty sure i did wild because it's like it's one of those things where you know uh the way that we write about media like kind of guides the cultural conversation so this idea that like everybody really liked penelope and it's just that no one was writing about it yeah no exactly i know sometimes it's like easy to get nostalgic uh and and think about the ways the internet can kind of kill discourse or just like reduce it um and and try to speed it up too fast but then you also look back and you're like man there's so many movies and books and albums that could have gotten maybe more of their due if Twitter had been alive, you yeah. know? <laughs> so Yeah, I, I ride for this street. movie. Love Potion yeah. number nine, Hive. Uh, I hope that y'all are all drinking your water potion, number H2O, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and applying your lotion, and sleeping. Sleeping is important. Mm-hmm. Um, sleeping is great. And... I've been Bronwyn. I've been Jordane. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Yeah. Back it up.